Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Hello. What's up, big dog? Big dog. Hi, how are you? <laughs> oh, you know, just um, feeling a little pain in my IT band, but otherwise I'm pretty good. What happened to your IT? I think just overworked, you know what I mean? Just pumped it too hard. Classic pump too hard situation. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, that sucks. It's okay. I'm able to roll out using a I've been doing a lot of mobility work, uh, so... I'm I'm seeing results. What is mobility work exactly? Just just movement stretching shit so I'm getting so I can be a better athlete. So know? mobility is movement shit? Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Thanks exactly. a lot. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, bro? It's like your ass ain't limber enough, so you probably need to do some shit, but you don't. Actually, you're pretty limber. I forgot that about you. I'm a little too limber for for a man of my everything, you know. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. My G is elastic. You know I, what I'm saying? I can get bendy like a pretzel. Back, he snapped back like a rubber band. Um, mm-hmm. But so I've had to. I've had to. Uh, I've had to. In addition to my runs and workouts, I've had to introduce some mobility work and some some foam lead foam rolling from YouTube, which is actually really helpful. YouTube lead foam rolling. That's actually a good idea because I kind of just do the same ones every time, and then it gets a little boring. Yeah, it's nice. Like if you look up, like I looked up one for runners and it does like specific stuff and it's not rocket science, but it's just like, you know, it tells you when to start and to stop and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. nice to bl- black out and do it. Get so, a little accountability. I love accountability, Jason. In the, in the line of work that I'm in, accountability is really important. I'm learning that now, later in life. Mm, well, you, you like myself, have had a, a delayed start because of our, our um, choices as, as youths. <laughs> on what path to follow uh i I feel like i didn't start maturing until like 33 maybe yeah sort of i mean it it depends on what the subject matter is yeah 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 what arena but i was basically dicking around from about 18 to 20 33 Mm -hmm. which is which is kind of odd considering the the responsible on on paper responsible straight edge path I'm very responsible, but that doesn't mean I had a vision for the future or um, didn't or or ca- cared about my own well being. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Say no more. Uh, uh, but you know, it, it comes to us all at different times. And I'm just happy to be here today, Jason. 
Yeah, you know, one of those things you once you start really discovering yourself, the only thing that you are upset about is I wish I would have done it earlier. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I've had a cooler life than most people, so I'm not that pissed. <laughs> you, <have. laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, I feel pretty blessed. Yeah, I might not have a 401k, but you're still a loser, and I'm cool. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck and there y'all. are there are there are plenty of 401k bros who would gladly trade. Well, you know, I, I my plan for life is is windfall after windfall. You mm. know, um, I've, I have found that I have I have some friends who are highly successful who may have sacrificed those cool things in their life, and then you know they really are envious of people like us, like truly deep down. And then yeah. I'm like, damn, I'm envious of. It goes both ways. Yeah, it truly, is. grass but is always it's, greener. But it's good when when two of those groups of people can mutually come together and take take and give from each other in a in a nice uh, symbiotic way yeah because i i have a deep deep respect for those types now because i'm like damn i could learn something for these motherfuckers they could definitely learn something for me they could get a little swag you know what i'm saying get a little drip for me uh <laughs> they're not they're not afraid sass. to put you on retainer and you're not afraid to exactly. take it Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Sir, are you afraid to put me on retainer? I didn't think so. Um, <laughs> Retain yeah. me, daddy. Retain me, daddy. Uh, <laughs> man, shit. What else is going on, Teach? Um, not much. You know, just sort of a little, little bit of the same. To be honest, I, I think a little bit of the same. It's a lot of the same. A lot bitch. of the same. I think. I think when. Um, you know when they announced that we're going to have one more one more month sheltering. I mean, it, it did not surprise me at all. But just to see it, you know, on the internet on on headlines was a little like. <sighs> when you looked up in the roof, you didn't see the stars. You saw the headline, and that hit different. <laughs> that hit I mean, different, didn't it? <laughs> it I, 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 I am. I feel totally fine. Like I'm able to really entertain myself, you know, forever without much trouble. Like. I don't really, I don't really get bored. Bored. Yeah. There's always shit you can do, but just you know, after a while, the the kind of the collective spirit of of the world that we're living in can get can get to me. Look, like I've said before, since I'm carrying the world on my fucking shoulders, it's a lot heavier right now than it was two months ago. I'm glad that you're stepping it up for all of all of the Bronx and and Queens <laughs> that you put on your shoulders, all of New York. <laughs> You, well, I saw all my all my fellow New Yorkers in the in the Instagram live stream. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Are you sorry. are you at a? Are you? Did they just? <laughs> there's a lot. There's too many jokes for me to say right now. Sorry, my crotch rocket gets a little loud. I'm trying to pod and ride. That sounds sounds like they scheduled a, a six nine video shoot at the same time as this podcast. What the fuck? Treyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, what were we saying? What were we saying? What were we talking about? Something important. Man, when we were when I was recording an ad last week, I realized that I had said Treyway at the end of the <laughs> at the end of it, and I was and I was editing the the ad, and I was like, "Damn, should I leave Treyway in the ad read?" And you then should. I decided not to at the at the last minute because I just I don't know. I said it too white. I think. 
I appreciate that maturity. I would have left it in no matter what. But you know. we were we were talking about the um, hip hop social media oh, event of the century bro, last night. People, apparently, people getting so excited about this trash is so crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's I didn't really feel like it needed to be covered. It didn't deserve our ink, but it's made enough of a of a noise Dude. to we have to let it spray a little bit. Well, I mean, if you've been watching, I've only watched a handful of streams, but like, you know, yesterday I was watching Virgil DJ or listen, more listening to Virgil DJ. And it was, you know, he's got millions of followers. He had 3000 people, you know, I would say consistently for the time yeah. I was in the, in the looking, those motherfuckers had 200 K last night. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I first started hearing about those, those beat battles, which be, as a DJ, be, I figured as a former <laughs> technician of the tables, uh, I thought you would be. Yeah, I thought you'd be trying to get in there. I thought you'd well, be challenging there's, there's a difference. Or, there's a difference between a, a beat battle of like old heads of like you know legendary producers like Timbaland and Pharrell and all that shit, and then just like dudes DJing like check out my DJing music. Well, but what I don't get is I was so surprised not, by how many people really tune into it. I know. And they're not doing anything. They're just playing songs for 30 seconds and then going, oh, shit. Like, there's no... Yeah, when like, I first I could, heard about it, I, 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 could saw, do that. I saw the artwork and I was like, damn, this looks like a flyer I made in 2004. It's like the worst artwork <laughs> yeah, so I've bad. ever seen. And then, yeah, like, you know, like the biggest DJs in the world, like Diplo or or Virgil, who have millions and millions and millions of followers, they're they're live streaming their shit and like they got three, you know, two, three thousand people watching them. And I'm like, what is the what is the point? And then you know, some fucking producer dude that half young people have never even heard of. You know, like how many fucking TikTok eighteen year olds know about DJ Premier? And they got hundreds of, or and same for D Nice when he was DJing in his kitchen yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, I like, I'm I'm like the oldest. I'm the youngest person who knows who D Nice is, and I'm in my late 30s. You know, like who the fuck <laughs> knows who, who D Nice is, unless you're like a backpacker or you're just well, like an older person. There's a lot of aspiring backpackers out there. We're work, we're going in reverse, baby. <sighs> Damn, bro. You know what it is, baby? Real hip hop, that boom bap shit. You know what I'm saying? Who would have thought that the quarantine would bring real hip hop back? Uh, there's nothing I want back less than real hip hop. Like I, I would rather get a traffic ticket than real hip hop come back. <laughs> so, so I'm like, let's let's bring back alternate side parking rules instead. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> I guess I would I would rather watch, you know, some legends have a beat battle, and then like here's you know here are my best songs that I made, and I'm I'm gonna go up against you, and then you know there's like there's like an actual game at play, a competition, but just to see the same DJs playing their same music that they would play in the club to nobody in their in their dumb living room like there is no need for it just none and if you're none. you know if you're watching it stop watching it i watched it for a little bit so i could talk about it today but <laughs> that that was like a that was i have to do the people a service you know um, it's like right. where people will say like you know just just unfollow donald trump and he'll stop all this stuff same same thing applies to DJs in their living room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, unfollow. If 200,000 people didn't show up, they definitely wouldn't be doing it for the love of the boom bat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's call uh, our guest this week, or excuse me, today. Not week, bitch. We're bringing this shit to you hard body. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was still thinking about hip-hop. Hard body uh, means <laughs> thrice weekly. 
<laughs> That's real hard body uh, style. Our guest today, uh, New Yorker uh, staff writer, friend of, of both Jason and I, and probably, you know, you're probably a fan of her, Nomi Fry, mm-hmm. um, coming live from the Brownstone in bed with her family on lockdown. She's been watching Hella Bravo. Let's just find out, you know, who she's been talking to because she ain't been talking to us. So I, I think we need to know who she's been this communicating with overdue. on the outside. Long overdue. Long overdue. All right. I'll holler at her. Okay. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend nutrafol for healthier hair nutrafol.com spelled n-u-t R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long. That's neutrafol.com promo code how long. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions. We were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives 
I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. Bitch, he has risen. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm ah, what's hey. up? She has what risen. Up? She has I'm, risen. <laughs> I am risen. Oh, my God. I have, for some reason, I have video, um, but it doesn't matter, right? Oh, okay. What do, you, what do you mean you went to a hot studio? I went to a hot studio. Her, oh, her partner. Studio. <laughs> I thought you. Were, I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? You, you do a yoga right now in the core? What the me hot studio? Are you, are are you, you talking about, about Studio Fifty Four? Because that is a hot little yeah. studio. Are you about to lay down sixteen? <laughs> um, yeah, no. I um, I went to the studio because I need to finish revising something. So I and you know, obviously Nina's at home as she is as she has been for the past like seventeen hundred years. So uh, I. I just, uh, yeah, I just decided to... I mean, you had to pull up to the lab. You had yeah. to get to the lab. You had to get in your little zone. Um, we're, just, we're just pulling up, yeah. I had, just pulling up. I, um, I realized today when I was thinking about you, which I do often... Um, oh, that's nice. That, that you're the first guest we've had that, that has been quarantined with child. Oh, wow, really? I realize the same thing as well. Yeah, we only talk to young people, but we need a perspective. We need a we need we, need we, a, we only talk to barren guests. So yeah, exactly, exactly. We only talk to guests that have their priorities completely out of order, like the hosts. Um, so I, I think that you can give us some interesting color commentary on what it's like to homeschool a child during totally. this this time. I mean, yeah, it, I'd be happy to. I mean, it seems I don't challenging. Have this time. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really. It seems pretty wait, chill to we, me. Guys, I don't get the big already, deal. Are we already recording? Or <laughs> uh, like, yeah, we are. Oh, uh, we okay. record off cap, baby. This is we okay. don't out the gate. We do it. Uh, we do it, Mark Marin style. We just these the mics are hot. <laughs> have you have you heard his pod? It's actually good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, just checking. Um. So, you guys, how's it been going with this new endeavor of yours where you're profiteering from this, uh, you know, global <laughs> disaster? Uh, to, to be honest, I mean, I guess we should just go ahead and speak on the elephant in the room, Jason. What do you think? Yeah, we should. We can let it spray a little bit. Nomi, um, today we received a, an aggressive email from your former employer saying what? that we, we had to change our artwork because it's infringing on their award-winning podcast that has a similar artwork to ours no yes because we blatantly ripped their artwork (laughs) off 100 percent. oh my god so that's i mean i feel like that's kind of an honor i think in a way i mean mean, we're painting it as such it's good that they're check they're checking for your boys exactly but we, we made a big enough stink on on spotify apple and other platforms for for um 
you know, the the crooked New York Times to yeah. reach out yeah. with a scathing I mean, legal document. I mean, clearly no one's reading it because they're too busy coming after little guys like us. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's failing like someone said. Um, and this but, is how the think, rich stay richer. I think it just suggests that you guys are blowing up and the the price of that is being noticed in ways both good and bad. Mm. Both good and bad. I, I, as a celebrity, I've dealt with this before and I'll continue to deal with this moving forward. Um, right. Our exactly. lawyer said the same thing, Nomi. Thank you so much. So yeah. we have to, we have we've had to change the artwork and then and then hopefully this this show this post won't be delayed but we're having some issues with our hosting. So Wow. But it's it's given us an opportunity for some creative stuff that we'll have coming later this week. Of course, um, you know, wow. in great tragedy comes great art. So yeah, yeah we're cleaning the house just, a little bit, you know. Okay, so what's what's up? What's on the docket? Like, what can we expect? You've had some really great guests so far. This week is this week could be one of our biggest weeks ever. Honestly, guest wise, uh, um, I, can, I, I can't reveal too much, but obviously you're kicking it off. Uh, so wow. that's, that sets the bar extremely high. I just felt so relieved, I have to say, because I was <laughs> I was telling you, I was like, am I losing my touch? The boys aren't like calling me to participate and doesn't mean I was uh, jeans. I was talking to Chris about it and I said, Chris, you know, I going into this sort of global of economic crisis, I can't like <laughs> mm-hmm. my this is not the time for my brand to be weakening. True. And I I was just I was saying to Ahad even I was like listen what's 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 up like what's going on is this, what's is this up? that i should that i should be well no me you know to put it in in language that i that i know this we you look at the first few weeks as kind of a soft opening that we had to mm-hmm. kind of prepare everything to get right. ready for you and <laughs> and we 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 deemed ourselves worthy enough to to finally ask your hand I, in pod I was uh, I was relieved when finally the the invite rolled in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I did have to like badger you guys a little bit uh, <laughs> in order for it to roll in. The squeaky wheel gets grease, Nomi. We get exactly. it exactly. Exactly. Nobody gains anything by being quiet and asking for nothing. That's true. That's it's, true. A lesson that I'm, I'm still learning about. every day. Yeah. So what? so okay. So wow, jeans. You're in beautiful Los Angeles. Um, yeah, but it's been gloomy AF lately. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it raining, it's raining. It's right now. Damn, wow. bro. I know. But I'm really, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm thinking about both of you guys, and the question that comes up for me always is, so what, what do you do exactly? <laughs> 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 no, I mean, I know what you do, but I mean, for me, there's so much drudgery involved in my day to day. I mean, again, I'm, I'm like exaggerating. It's totally fine. My daughter is eight going on nine. She's like, you know, fairly independent. Like I work from home. It's fine. Like everything's good. And yet, but I do have like these kind of responsibilities. And Mm -hmm. then I, I think of you guys, you know, carefree, um, (laughs) no, no child. Mm -hmm. Um, hell Yeah you know, girlfriends who you have just a great time with. Um, I detect a little envy in your tone. (laughs) I do too. It just sounds, it just sounds very 
sort of uh, relatively low touch, you know, and I just uh, low touch is like, a good is is a good way to f- to phrase it. I think. Um, and I just and I just am am curious. I'm curious how exactly it shakes out and what's what's happening in the day to day in in this new environment. You know. Well, I think I think it's it, a great question. It is Thank a great you. question, Jason. I feel like Jason, this this quarantine fits your personality more than mine. I feel like you're a more mellow guy. Um, yeah, maybe maybe it's because you're gone off the CBD, but I just think you're loose and like y- you can live like this. Also, you're such a great cook that you're self sufficient. Right, Jason does a lot of food stuff, which you don't, Chris. So that's I I, un- I unfortunately am extremely high strung and need human interaction to feel good about myself. So this has been very difficult for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But whereas I just need strangers on Instagram stories to ask for me to give them a bite of what I have made, <laughs> and that gives me everything I need to fuel myself for another day. But I've found solace in my true love of exercise, and that is the only thing that's ever going to always be there for me. So, so what do you do? Do you do you do the ba- I saw you did the berries piece, so you do berries. Yeah, Online. but I've been doing. Yeah, but I've been running a lot because I think it's better for my mental state. Uh, yeah, and I also just it 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 takes time. That's the thing about running long distances I, I, that I always shied away from before. Is like, how do people have? This? I mean, obviously, I have fucking time all the time, but especially right. now. Um, so it's just like it, it, you know, you're you're looking at a two hour commitment once you run and stretch and shower, and that's nice to just kill those two hours every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. But I've been, I mean, work has not really slowed down that much, honestly. It's, and we've also taken this upon ourselves. We launched that public announcement newsletter. Like, I'm just doing as much as I can. So right. it's, it's not super, super boring. And the days go by considerably faster than I thought they would. Have you guys been watching stuff, like, before bed? Like, are, do you have shows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that- Jason... Yeah, Jason. Well, loves not to together necessarily, but, but like, <laughs> yeah. we we Zoom British Bake Off every night. Yeah, we we snuggle up <laughs> next to each other in, in Zoom bed and watch British Bake Off together. Zoom bed. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you guys. This is kind of like a research question. Have you or do you um, uh, know anyone who's used the Zoom like the touch up tool that supposedly makes you look better i haven't used zoom once i bet jason hasn't either oh Uh, i actually used it yesterday my girlfriend was doing um was doing a fitness class and i I joined in but i did not even know that they had that feature and i i realized yesterday when i was using zoom that i'm i'm using kind of like an outdated software version and it kept trying to get me to update it and i something about the update made me i don't know i was a little suspicious of it and i decided not to because I feel like, okay. like the, yeah. the the 2020 Zoom is a whole lot different than the it's, 2018 it's the damn, it's, one. It's the damn feds watching. It's the damn feds, yeah. and <laughs> so I watching. I have not explored any of that, but I have um, been face tuned before, unbeknownst to me. That's the it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the face tune. Jason being face tuned without his knowledge and then opening the file <laughs> opening the file and seeing it was saved with like yeah, a my, dot. My like girlfriend a took a photo in. of me and then I was like, <laughs> Oh, I look good here. And then I I sent it to somebody. Like somebody needed a photo of me. I was like, Oh, I'll just use this one. And then I was like, Why does the file say facetune in it? Is that some like funny joke? And she was like, Oh. Um but she just she just said like I had a 
you know, like my hair was messed up or like the, the shadow on my forehead was off or something like that. It wasn't like you're ugly. Bitch, I need to fix bitch, you. She gave, bitch, she gave you a new chin and nose. Don't lie. <laughs> what you talking about? She, she let me down easy and I'm fine with that. That's I, pretty cute. Have you been Zooming, Nomi, for work? I've I've been Zooming for work. Yeah, I've been Zooming for work. And I've been, I'm actually writing a piece about Zoom, which is sort of why I was asking. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot of Zooming just for reporting purposes. You know, like I've been sitting in on a bunch of Zooms of various <laughs> sorts uh, just to see. Have you sat in on any of the, the orgy Zooms? No, uh, I haven't. But I've talked to people. They're pretty good. Shut I, mean, up. <laughs> I mean, I I haven't talked to people who actually have been in an orgy Zoom, but I've talked to people who've talked to people who've been. It's just not. It's not. It's not the main uh, thrust. Uh, wow! The, wow! Wow! What a article. choice! So I haven't. I mean, I haven't like really gone. Um, so what? Into, um, what have you experienced the the Zoom face tune? I didn't even no, know. No, I haven't, the which is why, but I was asked about it. I was asked in the edits to my piece if, uh, if I, you know, know people who've used it or like what the effect is. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sort of, are you, are you allowed to around. tell us what, what your, what your zoom article angle is or what, what the vibe is, or is it just uh, a general, this better. is happening in I the mean, world? I feel like I should probably not say it's not like some expose or something, you know, it's more <laughs> of like a cultural piece about it. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be earth shattering either way, but mm-hmm. maybe I, sh- maybe I don't want to like say, and then that's fine. You know. Do you but, feel uh, like, but, do you feel like a lot like, of look content? Out for it. Is look out for it. Like <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Have you, have you felt like content in general and the content that you're making it feels not earth shattering as a whole, or how is it affecting um, what you choose a, to write about? Shots, a, shots, fucking fired. As a, as a as a writer, I mean, I think yeah. I mean, I it's kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously like a weird. And that weird has nothing to do with the coronavirus. Uh, that's just writers in general. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I. You know, it, it's yeah. I have found that, but I am just kind of the the way I think about it is. Um, first of all, like the first thing I think I wrote, like after the crisis really like hit big was, it was like a real counter programming type thing. Like I wrote about the Simpsons Instagram account Mm -hmm. and it came out and I was like, oh my God, this was like in the kind of early, early, early ish days. Like maybe it was like kind of the second week of March, maybe, or the first week of March. And it was like when it really started to be like, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. the first week of quarantine or something. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like writing this thing now? Like, (laughs) is anyone going to be interested in it? Or like, it's not relevant to anything. But Mm -hmm. I was weirdly like surprised because people seemed to like it. And a few people actually also even said to me outright, this was actually nice to read about something that's not connected Mm -hmm. to the crisis so I was like okay you know that's that's nice and then um since then there's been a combination of things I guess like um I guess I wrote about yoga with Adrian which is like something I've been doing every day since the I mean I've done it a lot before but it's something I've been doing since quarantine and I've like made a hot start doing it with me so I wrote about that so that was kind of like a calming you know, it was connected to the quarantine, but it wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, like that's my, that's my preferred quarantine content, a loose connection, but no, yeah, not, yeah. not, 
Tangential at best. Tangential, not life or death right. or any, any facts or anything. Right, right. So I feel like that's mostly – I'm trying to mm-hmm. think what else I've done. I guess like Tommy DePaola, the illustrator, the kid's uh, illustrator died, mm-hmm. so I wrote about that. But he didn't die from corona. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. Uh, I mean, Boring. He was just, uh, he was just like, uh, you know, God elderly and had taken a can, fall. Can you, but, imagine, can you imagine dying right now and not dying of corona? I know. Well, you know, it still happens. I know. Um, I know. Death waits for no man. No, it, it does not. And so, um, you know... Um, it's it's uh it's we- yeah it's weird and i guess it changes like piece to piece i guess yeah. and it does there is a general feeling that nothing matters sure. i mean not just not just really even the things that i'm writing or not writing uh, um and whether a person is writing about coronavirus or not because there's just so much content about it and there's really it's not it's not like changeable really it's a kind of like a a oppressive reality we're all kind of laboring under Mm -hmm. so i i think basically i guess i'm trying just not to think about it and just continuing to do the work that's in front of me and hopefully doing it well because it's it's like yeah it's just like a very strange time and there's no way to sort of Mm -hmm. circumvent that i guess yeah, but uh, yeah, I think people, yeah. you know, people in your situation or even ours, people who create things like that, you know, it's important to have the arts and the culture just to make our lives that we are living a little bit more enjoyable or tolerable. Amid, yeah, I think it would be really the bleak if there was like nothing, you know, nothing that had to do with art or culture mm-hmm. or, you know, if, if style. I see- if I see one more story about Ryan Heffington's dance Zoom, I'm going to lose okay. my fucking mind. Okay, so tell me about it because I was looking <laughs> – because I, I have seen many things about it as well. And so I Googled and it seemed really like the choreography – because everybody's been like singing the, the – you know, singing its praises and stuff. And then I – so I just sort of looked. I was like, is this something that I should try doing or what? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. And, and I have I a looked, quick question seemed, before we start. Who is Ryan Heffington? I don't know who he is. I think he's a choreographer. I think he like um, – I mean, he lives in L.A. He's like a choreographer of like he did like Sia's chandelier video, I think. Mm-hmm. So he's like he works. He works like with, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, he's a big dog choreographer. Like, yeah, he's an in-demand choreographer. But then I guess he also has this class he teaches called the Sweat Spot. That's like oh, a dance. Oh, OK. Like I, I know. It, you know. I know Sweat Spot. It's a cardio class. And then so I looked and then it just seemed that the, the, the choreography is quite. I mean, not that it's super complicated, but it's definitely like, you know, kind of like choreography, choreography, like real choreography. Like you, <laughs> you raise your hands and then you like kick your right leg and then you roll. You count. You, it's eight counts, baby. Welcome to. I mean, yeah. Welcome to Hollywood. It's not. It's not just some little TikTok dance you could learn in a half an hour. It's some real, real shit. It just. Well, it's just like it's. It's not just like okay, let's just dance. And, no, you know, it's serious. In it's some like ways. real. Yeah, it seemed so. I was like, okay, never mind. I don't think <laughs> I'd be able to learn. My this. problem is that, is that it seems a little lame. <laughs> like because it's uh, kind of 
it's just like a little too like silly and quirky, but then the choreography is actually real. You know what I mean? But yes. I, guess, I guess it has to be silly and quirky to appeal to people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I'm very, I'm not a very, one time I went, I think it was for a friend's birthday or something. We went to this, there's, it's like in the Garmin district. I think there's this place. It's called like, uh, what's it called? It's like, Broadway bodies or something and they do they do classes it's like cardio classes but um they teach a routine so like the class I went to they taught uh Bieber's sorry like the the fire fire they do in the video yeah and how'd you do um I mean I'm not I'm just not very I mean I sort of got some most of it I guess but is the the Jewish community known for the rhythm <laughs> I'm, I've never heard either way, so I need I to mean, ask. I think I think it's not. No, I don't think okay. the Jewish people are d- specifically known for the rhythm. But I also don't think. I mean, there are plenty of like good dancers and like you know, like good. It's 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 not it's not inconceivable that yes, mm, not not Jewish as inconceivable people, as it is for just regular white people like me. I, I understand yeah, yeah. I think I think it's pretty. Yeah, I don't think it's very. It's like outliery in a way that they're, like Jews are especially bad. Like <laughs> or something. Speaking of Jewish <laughs> I rhythm, I'm, I think I'm just not very. I I yeah, it's not my. And I see it. It's funny. I see it with my daughter with Nina as well. Um, she's like you know the cutest like but when they do like dances at school you know sometimes they have like some sort of performance or whatever i noticed that she like she can do it it's not like she totally can't but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily come i see other kids more natural at it and i see that for her it's a little bit of a struggle and i when i see her i see myself like it's kind of like oh yeah i forgot i have to raise my arm you know like Mm. she kind of like is always like semi catching up i'm glad she's being pushed in her education that was important <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh s- speaking of jewish rhythm are, is is this the first year that you had a virtual reality seder well okay so the thing is i wasn't it seemed to me kind of well okay so our families are all in israel so we never and there's a big um you know there's like a seven hour difference so mm-hmm. we actually have never done Seder with them. We usually go, actually, we've, the last few years we've been going to uh, our friend Matthew Schneier's house, you know. Mm. Uh, Shouts to the God. Shouts to yeah. the God. Um, even though, even though, luckily, he left the enemy paper as well and has now landed somewhere else. Yes, he's at New York Magazine. So <sighs> I, we would go to his house, but then this year we were just like, okay, we'll just like, I don't know, do a dinner at home. Just me and Hananina, like the idea of doing like a, uh, we're not like observant in any way. So the idea of doing a Seder, like a zoom Seder seemed silly, but then it was suggested to me that maybe for my, for the piece that I'm writing, mm-hmm. maybe it would be a good idea to go to a zoom Seder. And so I ended up going my, uh, Hannah Goldfield, who you also, you guys mm-hmm. also know, Invited me to her brother-in-law's and sister's Zoom Seder. This is insane. Do you realize that, right? So, so what, go, what goes down at a Zoom Seder? Same so bullshit. This, this one was actually, like, really, um, it was it was pretty good, like, because it was just, like, I mean, it's just every, it's, like, just imagine a meal where it's, like, 
most of the people know each other, but then some people don't. And so, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I'll invite whatever friend or like a cousin from the other side or something. And everyone is, there's a slight lag in the mm -hmm. um, audio. And it's like, you know, in the Seder, there's like song singing. So it's like very, it doesn't really lend itself to, yeah. you know, raising your voice and song with like 20 other people. Um, How was the grub? And, um, well, so th that's the thing. It's like it, it, the Seder is like, I don't know how other people did it, but this, I was just like, basically like eating a matzah. Like I didn't really prepare. <laughs> like there's a, a whole slew of, of dishes that one usually has. I've um, seen. At a Seder. And so you're this, saying you, you didn't go that hard because of this. I didn't go hard at all. No, I mostly just like observed and they were really nice. It was like a cool, you know, it's a nice, seems like a nice family. But um, it just, the yeah, the whole thing is like quite, quite strange. Um, how many people but, were in there? How many people are on the screen? I mean, maybe like 20, I think, or yeah. like something like that. Yeah, all together. At least you didn't have to bring any natural wine, right? Exactly. <laughs> no okay. natural wine. Uh, um, but uh, what are so okay? So you guys are working out, running. <laughs> Jeans is cooking. Jason's uh, doing a lot. Of, Jason's doing a lot of skipping rope. That's his preferred form of cardio. Skipping rope. Wow. Mm -hmm. That seems we, really hard. The gentleman's cardio. We have a real Rocky on our hands. Yeah, totally. It is hard, but once you once you pick it up, you never let it let it down. Wow. I'm hooked on the shit, I will say. <laughs> so like how how long are you how long do you do it for? That's like, the fucked up part. That's the fucked up part. A full hour. What? I don't know how I do I've, it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've witnessed it and it's wild. I I like, and then I struggle to run w one mile. <laughs> but I can it's jump rope an hour, no problem. Your big goofy ass ain't meant to run. We just ain't trying to see a gazelle like that. You know what I'm saying? Gazelle's not the right crazy. word for it. More of a giraffe. <laughs> giraffe. An hour nonstop. I mean, I'll take a I'll take a little break here and there, but you know, let's for, out of sixty minutes, I'm jumping fifty-seven of those minutes. We'll say that's crazy. I know, and he's not an athlete at all, like no skills at all. So it's kind of crazy that he was able to do this. That is that is not nice. I have some skills. Did uh, you? I I see you as an athlete, Jason. Mm -hmm. well, wow! Do not if we're if we're gonna talk about athletes on this podcast, I'm the only fucking one, and we need to all recognize that. Right there, now. there doesn't have to be only one, Chris. That can be all of us. The same way you're like the AV guy of the of the show, I'm the athlete of the show. There just can't be two. <laughs> <laughs> I feel fatter I, just by you saying I, that. I, that's wow. Wow. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, I would say that. I mean, in, in terms of work, there's not a ton of work coming. You know, Chris has been busy, but my line of work is a lot of experiential. Yes. And all of that whole world has been put on ice. So yeah. it's been it's been a little rough. But there are there are things starting to trickle in now that now that people are realizing that they have to pivot and adjust to this new new world order that is going on. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get some stuff here and there. And then, you know, the podcast itself, we're doing three shows a week, which is, you know, it's not a lot of work, but, you know, it's a decent amount of work. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. 
giving back to the community. It's important to give back. And then also writing these strategist pieces about things, you know, that takes up a few hours a week. You're telling Um, me, sweetie. (laughs) Chris, are you still doing your uh, Ask Chris Black? Oh, Ask Chris Black will never die. No virus can stop me from recommending expensive shit to people who don't need it. Um, That's amazing. I've actually... I've I've actually yeah it's it's continued and the questions keep coming in and they're I kind of like it because they're they're a little more specific um, yeah and it's a little more of a challenge for me honestly because like I I don't you know like it, it's just different than what it used to be but I, I enjoy it and I've been writing I mean I, I wrote the Vanity Fair thing I, I got a GQ thing coming out um, I did some stuff for W until they wow. went out of it went out of business <laughs> so. Uh, but, but it's been, yeah, I mean, I haven't been that, like, and there's some other, there's regular work still going on, because I think that, like, you know, all these companies still need to figure out how to navigate this shit, kind of, um, sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Chris, nothing- do, you, do you miss tr- the tr- constant travel? Yes, it's killing me. Yes, that's the one <laughs> thing, that, that's the one thing I miss the most, honestly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like you, I, how's I, your how's your Delta status? Is it is it teetering? They, luckily, luckily, my kings and Delta they let us rock for another year because they see the tra- they see the tragedy. Oh, so they let God. us rock. Thank God that was something I was concerned with. My my status is unfortunately um, it's not going to go up, but it's going to stay the same. So it could be. So it could so be worse. Delta gets an, yet another bailout. Great, an, another fucking bailout. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I do miss that, Nomi. I mean, I I just think that you know a lot of that stuff that I would normally do is going to be canceled too. So for the foreseeable future, the only place I'm going is the damn continental United States. Right. But <laughs> how 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 has it been for you to be outside of uh, outside of the city you live in, the city of? Angels, do I not for Red Hot Chili Peppers right now, Brian. <laughs> I see where you're going. We know you're a, a Peps fan, and we don't like. I'm, pe- I'm the, a big Peps fan. What's what? I, what's your favorite Peps album? Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yes, because that's, Good answer. that's the mean, only that, cool one. I mean, that hit when I was at the right. You know, I <laughs> was at, at the right at Same. the right age. I feel like right every time. album after that album, not not so good. Yes, Blood no, Sugar, Sex Magic, was, and before. Excellent. It has. I mean, there's a thing I've I've tweeted about this often, but I I recall <laughs> I recall a party. I believe. I mean, the album had been out for a little bit, and I think I was in. I think it was I was in tenth grade, and it was a party. This was back in Israel, with like these artsy. There was this. I. I grew up in Haifa, which is in the north of Israel, and maybe like a half hour drive from the city, there was like this. Um, the Bushwick of Israel. Like this, yeah. It was like this place that had like a lot of sort of like hip. It was like an artist, like artist colony kind of. It's hard to explain. Like it was a place where a lot of like it was a kind of village mm-hmm. where a lot of like artists congregated. Which Sounds like really- pepper country to me. You're talking about Athens. Right, so, at, right. the Athens, Georgia, the Athens, Georgia. Of right. And so, now they, I get it. They're kids, You're Marfa. Basically, basically yeah. it was a place where they let the kids, like, it was the sort of place where it's like, like 12 year olds were like smoking cigarettes and, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was like, moshing in the were, streets. The parents were hippies. Like, all the kids would, like, you know, lose their virginity when they were like, you know what? It, it's like, it was that sort of mm-hmm. place. And I remember there was a party. And this was some somewhat after the album came out, and all they played, and we came, I, me and a few friends went over. We knew some people there, I guess, and we went to this party, and the only 
album they played at the party was Blood Sugar Sex Magic. But it was terrifying because there was like for me, because there was a feeling of like real like adult sexuality in the air, even though, you know, I was like 15 or something and they were 15, but they were already kind of like on their like 17th lover or something, you know, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, there was this one girl. She had she taken was, a lover. She had <laughs> taken a lover and she was she was dancing. She was wearing like. Um, she was wearing like a short skirt and she was wearing like, gar- like a garter belt and like, wow. gar- you know, which was like really advanced, you know? Yeah. And I would say, I would say also like weirdly unnecessary and kind of like something she discovered on TV for sure. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, in <laughs> retrospect, yes, of course. Leave this slutty 15 year old alone, Chris. <laughs> yeah. So she was like a slutty 15 year old and I, you know, which I respect, but at the time I was <sighs> like, super yeah i was like goals but also like super intimidated and like sure what is he doing will i ever wear a garter bell the answer was no you know cut to like (laughs) five years later but in any case the soundtrack to all of this was blood sugar sex magic Mm -hmm. um you know with the, the 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 uh the kind of pulsating sexuality of ketis and co adding a certain all right and, al- and also, Kiedis and Co. is good, but that's that's when they retire and they go on their Grateful Dead tour. They will be called Kiedis and Co. But also, the, fo- Co. The, the four words, blood, sugar, sex, magic, I feel like all four of those are forbidden in, in the Jewish culture, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why it got you so excited, for sure. I, I think that's a little bit like... Racist? You know, that's a little over, over-determined. It I is, mean, it I is. I wouldn't say... Yeah, I, I would have replaced that. Jewish with any with whatever culture the person I was talking to was. Right. I have I I just have this is I I don't know I have a really tough time with this because to me the Peps were kind of just like lumped in with with like the Foo Fighters on alternative radio in my upbringing. Yeah, but this right. is years before not- Foo Fighters were even formed. Yeah. Understood, understood. But I'm saying I came at it from at a different time, and therefore the, my right because you came to it a little late. Whereas, like, first of all, this I've, is the only thing I've ever come to late. So let me have this one. Right? No, and I get it, and I understand because then, like after Blood Sugar Sex Magic, it did become like a more, um, you know, like a more like main. I mean, not that it wasn't really mainstream before, but they did come from like the sort of like druggy LA like. Uh, you know, somewhat mm-hmm. artsy, uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, at one point like, they were, they were cool. Yeah. Like P funk, you know, just like kind of like, uh, a different, actually a, a kind of, and for those of us lucky enough to have read the Ketis, uh, <laughs> which, lucky is, enough. which is the, have you guys read it? No, no, but I, it's so a- Emily Oberg, good. that's her favorite book. I know that. It's so good. Like, it's so good. So it's like you read it and you realize that they really did come from, I mean, he's like a total idiot. Like, I love him, but he's a total idiot. And it's like so amazing. But he's also, it's a sort of memoir. Chris, I think you would really like it because he really reveals all. I mean, I like, love <laughs> drug, drug stuff. Like, yeah, I love like drug drugs stuff. and sex. And it's like, there's no, and it's like, I always joke about how, and it's all like, so like pre me too. So it's all like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was her, you know, me and like whoever, like he said, like a million, every time it's like, I fell in love with this beautiful angel. And it turns out she was like 15, you know, and it's like, 
and it was like it, you know it was her 15th birthday and we wanted to make it really special you know, <laughs> you know stuff wow. like that um, me too. do you think do you think coronavirus has killed the me too movement i have mm. heard this said um i don't know i think it's a little early to make um i think it's i think it's killed a lot of it's just like waylaid a lot of this uh, like uh a lot of the concerns that people yeah day-to-day concerns just in in general and since nobody can touch each other anyway you know for now it's like there's no there's no you know yeah i guess other than other than like domestic violence i would say like crimes of passion have come to a halt for the most part yeah and there's no office culture, uh, in-person office culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like harassment and so on can happen um, on the world wide well. on Twitter. But Chris knows. I, I think I think it's probably early. Yeah, I think so. Too. Early to say that, so I can't really. I I don't know. Chris, has it affected the, your comment section? Uh, Are you getting no. flamed more or less or same amount? Um, I mean, I've just got a lot of reply guys these days mm. on, on Twitter or on yeah, your- no, on Twitter, just like so many, like, dudes. what do they say? Well, there's the certain, there's some kinds that just are like fire, you know what I mean? Like kind of encouragement reply yeah. guys. Then there's also the type that think they're on my level and can, and duel with me, uh, in a, in a humor way. And I, I have to put them in their place sometimes. Like, give an example. Like, what? Um, They'll just try to flame me for something, and I'll be like, "Bro, you have twelve followers. Why? You know, I can't engage." You right. Know what I mean, it's 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 not a level playing field. I don't punch down. That's part of right. my charm. <laughs> um, yes. No punching down. No punching down. Chris, so you have you're having growing pains as you glow up. As the glow up, you're gonna have to <laughs> you have you have to learn how to deal with a new set of haters, one that is disguised as a friend. Exactly. And I don't, I try not to read reviews. No, man, you know how it is. So it's like, I, I don't read yes. reviews. I don't read comments, but the reply guys are hard to, hard to shake. They're hard to shake, but well, it's part you, of being a success. It's part of I, being I a success I think they're, they're just looking for a friend, Chris. You know, they just they want looking. to impress you. They just want your approval. And sometimes the shit that they say is so bad that you just have to be like, no, bro. No, bro. You need help. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll, maybe I should teach a Zoom class on how to not be a reply guy and charge twenty dollars. That's a good idea. You know, we it's need gonna to fuck up my OnlyFans, though. Do not. We, I need That's my true. guys. Did you see the story about the strip clubs, Nomi, in the New York Times? No. It's pretty great. It's it's Puffy's son and one of his friends have started a. Which giant... of the Which of the sons? I can't Quincy? remember. Quincy. No, not Quincy. Does it matter? Uh, yeah. Well, it does. <laughs> Well, so I'll he, tell you. I'll tell you why it matters. Like, once again, I'm going to repeat a story that I've told many times in the past. But no I well, we love original content on this podcast. But continue in um, <laughs> the mid 2000s. Um, I the mid aughts. Yes, I was writing for uh, a newspaper in Israel occasionally. I mean, I was still in grad school, but I was also doing stuff for newspaper in Israel. And one of my assignments uh, was uh, to go and do and profile Jacob, the jeweler. And this was like the height of Jacob, the jeweler. I mean, he was, he was waiting. I think he had just appealed his indictment or something. Like there was some, he went to jail because there was some money laundering thing, but this was before he went to jail, but he was still very 
successful. And I spent a day at his uh, 57th Street um, store. And uh, one of the people who came in was Diddy. The God. What a and he came in with Quincy, uh, who actually wasn't his, it was, it's Kim Porter's son. Like he, it wasn't his biological son, but he came with Quincy and they were filming it for my super sweet 16. Legend. Like, yeah. Like Quincy came in, he was about to turn 16 and they were like, what are we going to get him at Jacob's? Of all for? the weeks to be shadowing Jacob. Yes. So, so that's why I was especially interested to know if it was Quincy who was. Uh, this uh, I think it's I believe it's Justin. Justin, um, yes. who he okay. he named the popular restaurant chain after that was on Atlanta yes, hot, yes, hot spot. Um, yes. but they basically have they basically get strippers to come on Instagram Live and then they post their cash app at the top while they dance and these girls are making a lot of money. And they're but in the is it? But is it allowed? Is nudity allowed? I think because it's on live, it is. Because oh, really? Like, yeah, I think so. Oh. So, so basically, these girls are like, yeah, they're they saved me. Like these guys are making, like we're making real money. Like every night, I dance, I bring home real money. I wonder about the the music copyright infringement, though. Do they have to dance to like license free, <laughs> unclear music? Yeah, they're just some YouTube uh, DJ Premier type beat. Or do uh-huh. or do they dance in pure silence? I mean, pure silence would be po- poetic <laughs> and also so sad. Pure silence has the energy that, like, out of just out of camera shot, there is a, a man holding a gun somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, <laughs> for sure, for sure. But yeah, it's apparently it's an. I mean, I you know, there's going to be new enterprises popping up throughout this 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 quarantine. Um, the the uh, gun thing, it reminds me that I was looking through Steve-O's uh, <laughs> memoir the other day. Continue. Which I, I which would love I to can... see you blowing the dust off of that on your bookshelf. <laughs> as you... Which I, I actually, I picked it up uh, at a Goodwill in Miami. <laughs> in Miami <laughs> over the it. summer. This when is feeling dark to me a little bit. It was, it was really dark. I love it, was it really so dark. much. <laughs> but I was like, I can't leave this in the store, you know. I even was like, even just is- you being in Miami on vacation and be like, oh, let's go look at books at Goodwill. I mean, is that's this, my. Is this when you were on your writers retreat? Is this yes, my writers retreat. Okay, I yes. remember this. The writers retreat. You brought your family. <laughs> the writers retreat. I brought the family on, <laughs> and we spent the whole time at like the beach and the pool, you know. Um, but it was great. But in any case, yeah. So the Steve biography. He, I was just reading it the other day, and he um, was talking about how uh, at the height of his fame, whatever that was, you know, or whenever, so this is like 2004 maybe or something, Mm -hmm. he uh, was shot by Terry Richardson, and Terry Richardson wanted a girl, like was shooting him, and wanted a girl to um service him orally i'm I'm saying this and what do you mean so real new york shit right there so he he wanted yeah so this girl was uh blowing him and he also wanted steve-o to hold a gun to her head classic terry what a silly guy god what a funny guy i wonder who i wonder what magazine this was for 
Um, I mean, I don't know if it was one of those things where it was like for Terry's like mm-hmm. whatever files. The classic. <laughs> this the one's classic just for Terry's, Papa. The classic <laughs> Terry's diary on and on to uh, yeah Terry's diary right and and to Stevo's credit, he said that somehow something about the gun pointed to the girl's head did not sit right with him. Just and, too far. And it, and he wasn't able to perform. And so, yeah. So I mean, a bridge on, too far on. even for oh. Mr. O. Oh, hold on. So you're saying he held the gun up to her head, but he couldn't stay erect. Yeah. Or he, so, or he didn't oh, hold the so gun. So basically, yeah. So basically okay. they had to, yes, yes. It didn't, it didn't work. <laughs> I mean, God, God bless Steve-O. God intervened actually on Steve-O and his yeah. and He said, Steve-O, the blood ain't going there, family. Put the gun down. Yeah. So, so sorry, this is not, I don't, oh yeah, because you, because, uh, Jason said that when someone is stripping on Instagram live mm. with no music, <laughs> sorry, it's a, the train of, it, it no, just, no, it, you, it did not need a reason to get there to that story, but mm. I'm glad there was one. I'm sorry that I just, I just read it and it stayed with me and I didn't talk about it to anyone. So this is, I, I I'm doing it on the pod. So do you do you revisit like a book like that when you get it? Do you read it all the way through, or do you just so visit no? Passages? I didn't. I have to admit, I just wanted to have it, and I didn't read it. <laughs> a conversation piece, if you will. <laughs> I mean, I knew that at some point. Like, I mean, for me also, it's books. Sometimes uh, I find that they serve as a mood board of sorts. That's how Jason feels about Infinite Jest, and that's why he's got it on his coffee table <laughs> for the last ten years. I'm gonna get to it. Um, it's just like, oh, you know, whatever. I might not read it all the way through, but maybe like, I'll be like, you know, reminded of something and I'll look through it or, or maybe like a, the pictures or sometimes I do read part of it and then put it aside. And sometimes I read it the whole way through, but in this case I didn't. And then I didn't read it at all. And then I just picked it up. I know why I picked it up because I saw this picture and I posted this picture of Knoxville and Jessica Simpson at like mm. the premiere of um, uh, Dukes of Hazard, and I, and I was like, oh, you know, like jackass, like it just it set me down. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember. I have this biography. I should look into it, and so I just skimmed it. Did you guys see the Jackass for Girls? skit on netflix <laughs> yes no <laughs> oh brother oh, what is brother. it oh brother there, there's like there's a new sketch show on netflix i think the comedian is eliza schlesinger yeah she has a netflix special like every other person who's ever told a joke <laughs> but i can't there's... believe i haven't had a netflix special yet <laughs> it could happen for you <laughs> It could happen for you in 2021. I mean, they might this this disease might decimate the comedy community. Yeah, what do you think? Do you think you're going to have a masterclass or a Netflix hour first? I mean, um, maybe like a Netflix like 15. Mm. You know, like one of those things where it's like, oh, we're going to give you, we're going to like, we're getting you a quickie. We'll give you a tight. We'll give you a tight. We'll give you a tight 15. But there's they they do a spoof on Jackass. But what if? Jackass was chicks, similar to <laughs> Sex in the City for dudes. Was that was that on Kroll Show? I think. Yeah, that's called Entourage, but yeah, it was on Kroll Show. Um, right, but it's like women doing. It's like the female Johnny Knoxville doing things that 
chicks would do instead of dudes. So like what? So like what? So they go, the prank is that she goes to her ex-boyfriend's house who is currently living with his new girlfriend who is hotter than her. And then (laughs) she goes and like ding dong ditches him and then starts crying. And And then her friends like console her and then that's it. (laughs) <laughs> and, and it's like really one of the worst, least funny things I've ever seen in my life. It's like <laughs> terrible. Jason doesn't understand comedy. I don't know if you know that. Oh my God. I, I feel like Jason is a pretty funny person. I'm kidding. Jason's hilarious. Thanks, Nomi and only. Chris likes, <laughs> Chris likes some comedy, but he, he's, he's a laugher at heart. I love to laugh, but no one. You, uh, you know, do love to laugh. No one can make me laugh like TJ. Multiple people have told me that in my life that he just makes me giggle in a way that no man or woman can. Oh, <laughs> I love when you giggle. I know. I get, mm. he just he just really gets me going. Then I kind of embarrass myself a little bit. I might cry a little. I love that yeah, you said man or woman as well. Well, I just wanted to equal level the playing field. It's not about. I was sex thinking of you when I was watching <laughs> an episode of Cat Williams' live stand-up from 2015. <laughs> he's probably the person that makes me laugh the most. It's so good. It's so fucking funny. But, I mean, he's gone downhill, but it's still funny to look back. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I think he's lost it a little bit, just in general. What what comedian hasn't? Did you guys watch the the Dave Chappelle? um, There's like a special where he gets the Mark Twain prize for comedy. I have not, no. It's actually actually very good. You guys should watch it. It's a nice, inspiring watch, aside from being funny. Have you talked to, have you checked in with John Mayer? How's he doing, Nomi? Mayer is, uh, yeah, I check in with him. Uh, He seems to be doing well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, he, I think he keeps his spirits up. He seems to. If I I had a head of hair like that during this quarantine, my spirits would be fucking up. Oh my God. His hair. I often say to him, Mayor, your (laughs) robust hairline like is like no other. It's insane. Well, it's just, it's just, he couldn't, I mean, he would look great with a shaved head, but it just somehow looks fine. Even grown out, you know, Uh, it looks just great. Jason and I both shaved our heads. So Jason too. Really? It was, we buzzed, not shaved. Buzz, yeah, 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 we did. Right. But we weren't. What if I suddenly do it? <laughs> that would be amazing. I it think could we have work. to get to... It could work. I, I mean, mean, I think some, we need six Some people look hot. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like I'm I'm too. I might be too old to experiment like that. But you know what? Who knows how long this is going to last? So we yeah. might. What do you. Yeah, to... what's, your, what's your guess on how long this is going to last? Um. And don't don't say something shitty because I'm gonna cry. Okay, I so okay so now there's like the school thing in New York, right? Where like yeah. like De Blasio said, okay, no school until the end of the year, which is like I guess like late June, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so but then Cuomo said no, that's maybe there will be school, like so you know it's still I don't think it's like a hundred percent, but I would say. Like not not full on, but like when can we casually no. grab a coffee and walk around? Yeah, I my hope is that I mean I'm thinking of it from the perspective of a parent who is like you know with her child at home and mm-hmm. um, having a meltdown. Yeah, we get it. And yeah, you got to watch meltdown. these damn kids. So damn kids, baby. My house. hope is that 
we can be out by the time summer camp comes around. Like, because I signed her up to date, like you sign up mm-hmm. your kids to camp. Like I did it in like January or something. I mean, that's just when the, the, the camp start. Like how long, when is that? Give me a that day. is like early July. Oh, wow. So you're pushing us off. Cause, cause right now, no, I mean, are- I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm talking like specifically with Nina. So since school is, you know, conceivably over for the year. So I'm thinking, okay, if we take that as a yardstick, say, so we have like, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of depressing. I don't know what to say. I hope it'll be before that. Cause right now I think the shelter in place is, is only until April 30th in New York. Is it not May? I guess LA is May 15th. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's May 15th, but I don't really see how, I don't see a, a, a way that it's going to, stop you know in 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 the near future at all like what would have to happen for that the shelter in place to be removed we would all have to be vaccinated or no 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 they just because the economy has to get back to normal they'll just push it through even if it's dangerous i mean i think the idea is i think that well i think the idea is that um fewer and fewer people die you know uh, mm-hmm. so like the, the curve is flattened and so then, you know, it becomes less dangerous and then also uh, hospitals conceivably can treat like, you know, because the idea is that hospitals, if everybody was just like out and about now and infecting each other, like hospitals would like collapse like no one would be able, mm-hmm, like people yeah. would just die willy nilly because there would be no. Yeah, you cut your hand slicing some onions, and you're uh, you're you're shit out of luck. Yeah, or even you have corona mm-hmm. and you die because nobody can treat you at the hospital because the hospital is just so overwhelmed with cases. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to allow the curve to flatten so that the health services can you know contend with the crisis and and have fewer people sick i mean i don't as well like because people staying home means that they're not continuing to come into contact with each other so are you are you losing it like be honest um i'm not losing it i am like bored and annoyed you know while also obviously knowing that i'm very lucky Um, And I keep trying to remind myself of that. And I keep saying, like, I'm really lucky. We're healthy. You know, everything is fine. I still have a job. Like, Were you able to sell your Coachella tickets? Yeah. (laughs) So this year, I really, that's it. I mean, that's it. Like, Coachella, I was like, is this the year? Is this this finally the year? This is the year. I mean. And once again, it is not the year. (laughs) Sadly, sadly, once again, it is not the year. But this time, it's like a global pandemic that is, you know. Jason Jason was going to go for the 15th year in a row, for sure. Yeah, I was. Do you want to know what the real global pandemic is, Naomi? What? It's FX's Dave. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god can we talk about dave does it slap because i think it's <clears throat> that's what that's i haven't what watched it yet I, I like it <clears throat> everyone seems to like it and what do you how do you feel about me refusing to watch it is it because oh, so i you haven't be, watched, is it because you haven't i don't want it. to watch no i have not watched it i'm afraid that i will like it so i'm choosing not to watch it okay so i was surprised because okay so here's the thing i saw the ads like <laughs> i saw 
the ads where he, this curly haired guy, uh, emerges from uh, a man's. Lil, a man's Lil Dicky is crawling out of his own underwear. Yeah. And I was like, and both me and Ahad were like, what the fuck is this? This looks horrible. Like, this is like, this is horrible. Like, we can't watch this. But then. Oh my God, we're watching it. I asked, I think I asked on Twitter, I was like, and I asked as a joke because I was like, should I, I watch Dave? You know, because first of all, the, na- the name is really funny. It's a classic and also fry I just, tweet. It just looks. Classic fry tweet. Dave was just, very in quotes. It just, yeah, totally in quotes. <laughs> and it just looked, the ad looked really bad. So I was like, I don't know. But then people who I actually respect were like, it's actually kind of good. And I was like, Really? And then there was like one night last week where I was like, okay, I guess it's time we're going to watch Dave. And gather around, family. Gather around, family. <laughs> and we watched Dave. So, so far we've watched three episodes. I think what, there's six. It, but, it's on, but it's on Budget Network FX. Is FX a budget network? What's the Yes, deal? yes. FX is a budget network. It is not premium by any means. Okay. That's fine. You watch fucking Bravo, Chris. That's a, pre- that's a premium network. <laughs> no, it is not. It is not. If we, let's, if we broke down the demo of who watches Bravo versus who watches FX, I guarantee you the mean family income of the Bravo watcher is higher. I don't know if that's true. 100, 100. What's on FX, Jason, besides Dave? I don't fucking know. I would argue that FX has some more intellectual programming, and a lot of rich, famous people watch Bravo programming, but also a lot of real trash people watch Bravo programming as well. Well, just because it's a more democratic network with something for everyone, doesn't, <laughs> the median income is less. If I, FX, I think FX's claim to fame is like some sort of uh, like Walking Dead or some garbage. Hey, FX which, used to have Louis C.K.'s show. That's good, right? <laughs> Dude, I did you did you get the special yet, Jason? Admit it. I did not. I have not. I, I'm waiting for the torrent to hit. Would you watch the torrent special, Nomi? Um. I would not, but it's because I never liked Louie, and I have the tweets to prove it. I have I tweets from like four years ago saying like Louie's not Louis not funny to me. I don't I, like I, him. I, I agree with you. He's fine. Thank you. I yeah. agree with you. He's fine. Never but, liked but, it. So, I, so for We're me, like, it was it was no like big conflict when he started. You know, when it came off. out that he was yeah. a jerk who jerks off because I was like never liked him anyway. It's interesting because you and I, who I would consider, you know, East Coast intellectuals, don't yes. don't like it. But then someone like Jason, in a West Coast Orange County kind of bro, uh-huh. does. And I, I wonder well, what, the, what you know, the, Lou, Louis. He's no Lil Dicky. I will say that. <laughs> in, <laughs> no, uh, <he's> not. In, <laughs> I would say Lil Dicky has a, a, a might be thriving more than Louis right now. I feel like Lil Dicky is very charming. Everyone I like is him. thriving gonna, more than him. That's I'm true. gonna I'm gonna try. I'm I'm gonna. I wonder if I should like. Like you know, take out like put put out the big guns and like really try to get that follow back. So so you you have you have willed yourself into friendship with Wes, aka Diplo, and now John Mayer is is Lil Dicky, aka Dave, next. Well, I I mean I don't know. I all I'll say is that I watched the first three episodes and I liked them and I laughed and I thought it was uh, pretty smart and uh, endearing. Do you agree, Chris? I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it at all. No, but I don't even know where to see FX. I don't. Chris would like, never watch an FX show. Oh, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah. I don't have a Hulu membership, um, but I guess at this point, I might as well just subscribe to everything and die watching television. So. 
It's no, I mean, it's not really. There's nothing better to do. Yeah, there's nothing better to do. I mean, I've been watching Party Down and Jason's advice, and it's very funny. I really like it. Oh, my God, it's so good. The first season is just... And also, the first season, the explosive chemistry between Adam Scott and Lizzie Kaplan. You know, Lizzie Kaplan is dating the guy from fucking War on Drugs. Really? Yeah. Which one? Well, remember when he used to date uh, Matthew... What's his name? Chandler Bing, uh, Matthew Perry. Well, he's dated them all, you know. Back he, in the day. Yeah, when he was like, oh my God, he looks so crazy. He's I cannot get enough. Um, I believe he is still uh, deep on Raya. I, I think he's still, de- he's still deep on them oxies. You know what I'm saying? He got the oh. oxy face. He got, he got the oxy face. He got the 30 Viking an hour face. Oh no. Yeah, he looked rough. He can afford it though. Who, he can't um, afford it. Have you guys noticed any of your friends or family members being a little bit more relaxed with their self-quarantining? Uh, like besides me friends and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like I've, I've noticed a few people talking here and there about just like, you know what? I think like we're fine. I think we can just like hang out now. Not, I have not seen that. Not really. Not really. I, I need new friends. When I went to the park with Nina and Oha, like to just a park in, in bed yesterday, or maybe it was Friday. No, it was yesterday. And we ran into, friends just we didn't plan it but we ran into people we knew with their babies but we all stood apart like were you wearing a mask i was wearing a mask yes i don't know where i fall on the mask i mean i wear it but i don't know how i fall on it I, what I, do you I, do when you work out i mean who likes wearing oh, a mask chris i don't wear the mask when i run i think that's psycho yeah like I don't. I also think it would. For, I would rather die than have my workout affected. So I mean, if I'm gonna, <laughs> if I'm gonna, if I'm not gonna be ha- heaving and trying to get, because they're hard to breathe. And also, when you wear glasses like me, because I'm smart. Oh, it fogs. It fogs, it fogs. the glasses. It's I crazy. found an, I found an article from the Cut that tells you how to prevent that. I'll forward it to you. Oh, good. Yeah, because it's been bothering me. As a fellow glasses wearer who wants to live through this, I think I need to share that information with you. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard for Chris to go beast mode when his glasses are fogging up. So I'm glad the cut gave him that info on how to get through that. Thank it you, Jason. Is it is hard. But Jason, you're seeing your LA homies being like, yo, let's hit the park for some natty No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say homies, but people, I, I've just seen like here and there, people just sort of kind of like, I don't know if they're calling bullshit on it or if they're just doing it for their own convenience, but they're, people are kind of like, eh, I think we're fine. Like, I'm, you, I've, you, we've been a month now and I'm not sick and you're not sick, so we're probably chill. Did you go to a drive-in church service today? <laughs> I did not. What if I went to a drive-in church service? <laughs> I can't, the, the thought, going to church is truly the worst thing on earth. Going to church in a, to sit in a car is absolutely insane. <laughs> it's it's absolutely insane. Like, <laughs> I, it's it honestly it embarrasses me because I know that, that idea definitely started in the South, where my homeland. But no you know, question. D- up is down, down is up. Maybe you know, maybe going to church is just what we need, Chris. <laughs> you guys, I have a question because you guys know about that sort of thing. What do you think about the influencers? Like, what's gonna? What are they doing? What's gonna happen? How are they, is it like, is it going to put the whole endeavor in kind of like a, a pathetic light or 
like have people been choking with sort of like trying to I think it to already re- has begun putting them in more of a pathetic light. Yeah. I think it's just kind uh, of like magnified their existence and their career and yeah. you know it it has gone on long enough. And I mean, the, much the, like the, the the success of professional DJs, it, we've we've had it too good for too long, and the big man upstairs is is coming coming down with the reckoning. I mean, the wow. thing the thing with what's her name that the something maybe girl who like blogged oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. getting the t- uh-huh. I mean, that whole saga and how mad it made people is just like I, I can't believe a I, an influencer couldn't make me mad enough to care about that. Like. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't understand that rich people get doctors before regular people, then you're just in the wrong. You're, you're just <laughs> you're, you've had your eyes closed for too long. That's how things work. Like if you have money, yeah. you get special treatment. That's just what this country is built on. That's yeah. why we all try to get rich because we want the special treatment. Like yeah. that's you know what I mean. It just wasn't that. I think the way she handled it was just stupid. And like I said this too, it's just all this stuff that these influencers doing to get killed for. They could just not talk about, and no one would know, and they would be fine. That's the right. shocking part. Like they just cannot stop themselves from sharing. Right. But this person is kind of like a mega, mega, you know, she has like millions of followers. I'm more talking about, I'm interested in like, you know, the people who have, you know, sort of like hot girls or something, you know, who have like, who are influencers, but they're You're not. talking about explore page hotties? <laughs> explore page hotties. Yes. That's a favorite category of this podcast. Um, yeah. Very it's, popular. It's like what what's going to happen it's it's tough hopefully i mean i i they could be turning to donation based services to keep uh, to keep the doors open which jason means getting on only fans and busting all the way down for a little subscription oh mm-hmm. or maybe like i feel like fitness is still a category that's sort of open so if it's like sort of hot girls who are very into fitness anyway then maybe they can I like how I'm worried about this. <laughs> but, you know, the, the question is, will people pay money for for something that they've been getting free already? Well, it's, yeah, it's also like I'm not going to pay money. Like fitness is a great example. There's already professionals I can pay. Why would I pay some influencer who has no certification except having abs? Like that doesn't really work. Yeah, I guess you're right. But they're able but to do it. Maybe they'll get stuff for free, I guess. Maybe they'll keep getting stuff well, for free. I, they'll definitely will because I said this. I think we talked about this on a podcast earlier, but the the reality is, is that these brands still have to sell shit. So yeah, how free, are they free candles shoot? don't pay the bills. Unfortunately, they can't. They can't. But they can't shoot it on on the way they used to. So they have to send it to these influencers, and let them do their thing, and still pay them something. I would imagine because yeah. they can't. They can't go do a regular shoot like like you could have you know pre Corona. So maybe they'll be okay. If the influencers aren't okay, then I, I mean, what do I have to live do you for? want? It sounds like you really want them to be okay. I kind of, in a way, do because I'm just sort of, I, I just first of all, I'm like, it's like the same thing as like when I see, I don't know, like young girls who have like an older rich boyfriend, and then I see them like start getting a little older, and I'm get concerned. I'm like, what's she gonna do? Mm. Like, you know what's, what I mean? Uh, what's what's our exit strategy once what's we get a little strategy? once we start getting a little long in the tooth? Yeah, I mean, I'm just I get a little worried. Like uh, sincerely, like I'm just like a little bit. Oh no! Like what's what's going to happen? Uh, I just think that we, as a society, want this instru- the the influencer bubble to burst so badly. But I don't think I think it's still I think it's going to continue. If not, get bigger. 
I mean, yeah. your, your concerns are are justified. There is no such thing as explore page uglies. There's <laughs> something's got to give. Something's got to give. I just feel like we we sort of needed to keep to keep. Um, I don't know. It's like I feel like society will truly descend into chaos if the influencers <laughs> will be gone. It's a shine. It's a shining light of hope in this dark time. Yeah, exactly. It it's is. like, are they still working on their abs? Like, is the butt still like tight? Is you know? But it's it's probably getting like harder for some of them. Like again, and I and I I think I we talked about this on twitter it's like what are people doing with their in, inject injectables and stuff like i mean i'm I, not talking about like really rich famous people like kim or whoever but i i'm talking more about just the sort of kind of mid-level people like yeah look i know as a mid-level person i couldn't even get somebody to come give me a haircut right so it's like it's concerning what, what do we do for our people who spend 200 a month on botox yeah, like what's, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, they're going to have to um, start reading. <laughs> no, Real? that's my that's my beat. Don't come <laughs> my beat. Basically, I don't want them to come for my beat. So I'm no, like, no, I no, just, I just, uh, I need them to like, you know, do the stuff that they're good at. I have seen a lot of influencer chicks start book clubs, which we don't need. Like, I mean, except <laughs> yeah. for Ka- Kaya Gerber gets a pass because she's so fine, but she had to bring Lena Dunham into it, which I don't really understand. I didn't know. I need to look into this. I did not know about Kaya's yeah. book club. Yeah, it's very. Sam High and I were going to try to join, but we did. We haven't gotten ourselves together yet. Is it like just an Instagram book club that anyone can join? Or it, yes, it is. But we were hoping for preferential treatment as members of the media. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and and I would think so. I like to bring you know hot young guys around, uh, just because it usually makes my life better. You know, sure, it's kind of like um, <laughs> like a honey, like a honey trap, a honey pot. Yes, yes, called? yes. Like on this podcast, for example, Jason's bringing me around because I'm the hot young guy. <laughs> so he like dangles you. Yes, exactly. He's yeah. he's he's this podcast's tartlet. <laughs> I parade him across Spotify and other platforms. Yeah, the, yeah, that's that. If, if there was, if we had a promo photo, I would be in the front, and Jason would be slightly blurry behind me. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. No, we're we're equals, and we stand shoulder to shoulder, even though he's shoulder, a lot taller than me. Shoulder to shoulder, please. Jason's a fucking certified hottie. The height just scares some people off. No, uh, those but, people are losers. But it, it brings a few people on as well. Exactly. There's NBA hoes. If they're looking for a white dude, they know where to go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 Um, you guys. Well, so- Fry, we, we're we're going to wrap up soon. I did have one other question for you. I saw on Twitter that you you have been pivoting to smoking a little bit of weed lately. Hey. Yes. What, what, I mean, I what? I've always occasionally smoked weed, but I feel like I now that I'm never not home. Uh, I just and especially now that I'm mothering full time, mm-hmm. I just need to mothering and working. I need some, you know, I need to relax at the end of a long day. So I, Mama I don't needs need a much. Rip. Yeah, I don't need much. I take a hit or two off a vape. Mm. that i have um and i watch dave 
<laughs> so you so you bust a couple clouds open and then you fire up little dickies. And I and I fire up little dicky. Mm-hmm. And uh, what kind of what's the snack vibe? And oh, the snack. Well, sometimes I sort of go. That's that's a problem because I'm like, like when that happens, I'm just like suddenly my thoughts turn to chocolate. Mm. And and I'm like, oh no, it's too much. Dave, uh, chocolate, don't bother me. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think Dave wishes he was chocolate. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to decipher that code, Chris. Um, so I'm yeah, sorry, that's. It's, but it has made it has made the evenings slightly funnier, slightly more <laughs> relaxed. That's good. And it's it's just, you know, a switch a switch off. A switch is thrown. And it and, hasn't uh, affected your cardio too much. Uh, my in in the sense that I hadn't been doing cardio and I still don't do cardio. No, mm-hmm. it is not it has not affected it. That's what we like um, to see. Yes. <laughs> Consistency. I would love to be there with to watch you buying a vape, a weed vape pen. Um you mean like at Cookies on Melrose? Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. What I just want to see that. So tell me, what is the whole thing with this? Tell me which one is for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I so this one that I'm um, smoking right now was actually given to me as a gift, but it's uh, excellent. I wouldn't have known to select it myself, but mm-hmm. now I know. Is it, a, is, it a, is it a sativa or a sleepy indicator? It is more towards the. It's more it's a sativa um it's like it has a little thing on the side that has like uh it's like a sort of scale thing and it has like one side is sativa and one side is indica and then it has a little like it's sort of of like a um you know it shows that it's more we're leaning leaning towards towards sativa sativa. towards sativa yeah so i guess it's a mix but it's more sativa so you're getting turned up on this hybrid I'm getting turned up on the hybrid. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I off the hybrid. Known, like I know, I kind of know nothing, mm-hmm. you know. So I wouldn't have known. I it, it's basically just from trying other people's. I guess that I when I bought something, I was like, oh, that felt nice. So I guess you I'll use try it. This. You use it when it's time to turn the brain off. When the day is done, and it's just the past time. Done. So you don't ever use it to like, all right, I'm going to hit the sativa and then finish this this article no. or bang these emails out. You would never do that. No, not really. I do that at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want it to impair my intellectual capacities. If I, if I need them. But what I don't if want it, it does to... the opposite of impair? I think it makes me a little hazy. Like, I, you know what? Actually, actually, I will say, I will say that I not, not in this, not during this quarantine, but in the past, like I have had some occasions where I've smoked and I've had ideas, but not so much ideas to carry out at the moment, more sort of like. Kind yeah, of you like file them away. Word, your spoken word poetry album is coming 2022. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, going to drop. You, you get blazed, you come up with a fucking sick idea, you email it to yourself, and then tomorrow you look at it and you're like, oh boy. And then Jason, you move on <laughs> Real pros, the real move, you mail it to yourself, USPS, so you have the stamp of uh, that holds up in court for copyright purposes. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I've done that many times in my life. Uh, just let me know if you need to see the records. <laughs> wow. Right. We only have mm-hmm. a few more days left for the Postal Service to be doing that. I know. That's true. That's true. I love the USPS, and I hope they can survive, but they probably won't. 
Uh, yeah, Chris, you've always country. been a vocal supporter of the USPS, haven't you? Yeah, you guys have your little causes, food, not bombs, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I'm, out, I'm out here fucking USPS is my cause. Please donate I mean, to it's, go find it's me. A, it's important. It Chris, is. Chris likes it's it important. back in the day when a mailman was a man, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, it was different. Now they let anybody do it. Back in my day, you had to be a man to carry the mail. Damn right, brother. No, me. It's a pleasure. Thank you, you for guys, joining us. It's always a pleasure. This was really fun. Um, thank you so much and for taking thank the time. You, yeah, thank you for inviting me. This is really, this has been really great. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's uh, talk soon. Offer on the pod. We will, and and tell the people where to find you on the World Wide Web. Okay, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Fry Nomi Fry. I spell Nomi N A O M I. So uh, it's Fry Nomi Fry. Spelled like and- Campbell, pronounced like Nomi. Um, yes. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's where you can find me and on the New Yorker, uh, where I, uh, am a writer and on various other podcasts hosted by white dudes, <laughs> that's true. other, other little, other broke boy podcasts that do not compare to this one for better or worse. That's actually, yeah, that's the case. We won't name names. Um, no names. You know who you are. You know no names. All right. Thank you. Nomi. Okay. Bye. You guys. Bye. 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 Bye.